Bring it on, baby. The internet is a vast ocean of unofficial intelligence. The following views and opinions expressed on this show do not represent the parties expressing them. Their jokes lighten up. Now let's start the show. The case you are about to go on is very dangerous, requires courage, ingenuity, and above all things, intelligence. That is correct. Sometimes you've got brain. Don't let us go to your head. Medulla oblongata. That is one big pile of shit. Why don't you show them what you've discovered so far? We ain't found shit. Boom. You looking for this? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Unofficial Intelligence. It's your best friend, Steve, here with Ben and Anthony. What is going on, guys? Yo, what, what, what? Episode 25, officially. We've had our unofficial 25th episode three episodes ago. Today is actually our 25th episode. A day late, not a dollar short. Mm-mm. Coming to you from my living room, as always. And uh, we, got a, we got a fun show. We went on a field trip. Uh, to be dubs, aka Buffalo Wild Wings, before we sat down, we had all of their chicken sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> Every single one of them. Yeah. Shout and, out, uh, Corey. We have our favorites. We also have some ice cream that we mentioned was sent uh, by our friend Andrew. We tried every single one of those. So we got, a, we got a beefed up talking snack. And we got a lot of emails this week, too. We do. We got a bunch of emails to get going. So let's start with the shout outs. Uh, first shout out right out of the gate. Happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Big happy birthday going out to Aya. Wait, it's her birthday? Yeah. I'm fucked. I know, I know. <laughs> you know, it, it, so that's why we put, you know, thank you so much for allowing Benny to be here. I thought her birthday was the 30th. It's today? I, I can mean, hear her coming from the city. <laughs> <laughs> like she's running here right now. Uh, but yeah, so happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Shout out to our buddy Chris C. Uh, I was, you know, looking not through. Not Chrissy? <laughs> yeah, not Chrissy. Oh, we, could, we can call him Chrissy. Chrissy. Hey, up? hey, Chrissy. What, what, what do you say there? I saw the footwork on the dance floor, my friend. Uh, he was at our wedding recently. I was stalking the Instagram stories, as I do. And, uh, I, you know, I seen a little bit of crazy leg action going on. And, <laughs> and I was a fan. The CEO of Kind Regards Incorporated. <laughs> yeah. So we got some good moves on, on the dance floor. We might have to have a dance off too. We've got a couple of offs. We gotta we gotta do a cook off. We gotta do a dance off. Well, I hope we have to do a dance off because then I could uh judge that one. Because yeah. I, I won't be taking part in the dance off. But uh yeah, so shout Sad outs day. shout outs to the footwork. <laughs> I, I you know, game recognizes game, so kind Chris, regards. Chris mm-hmm. Chris Ooh, Crazy Lake. Chris Crazy Legs. <laughs> Chris I like Crazy that. Legs. Yeah, Chrissy, Chrissy Crazy Legs. <laughs> Followed by Stevie Stalking Stories. Oh, I like it. I like it. Um, are we just going to get into talking snack? We got a lot of snack to talk. We do have a lot of uh, snack to talk about, so here we Roll go. Roll it. Oh, fuck. The internet is a fact. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. uh, yeah, see, I wasn't, I wasn't ready with the pads, and I spent a lot of time rearranging them, and I still fucked it up. 25 episodes. Here we go, baby. Talking snacks. I'm a big blueberry guy. <laughs> For old time's sake. Doubling up. Uh, yeah, so we went to Buffalo Wild Wings. You know, we got a, uh, a tip through the email, and we want to save it to the end, but it is oh, yeah, let me, snack let me, related. 
be the email for that one. Yeah. Sorry about that. I'm prepared right now. 25 episodes in, baby. <laughs> so uh, our friend Corey, who um, gave us that epic question about whether we'd want to fight third graders yeah. with the fourth grade boss, how many we can get, or was it second graders? Second, second, second graders. graders. Um, he said, very simply, fellas, going to need to know where this fits into the lineup of the chicken sands. Uh, and it was a link to the new Buffalo Wild Wings chicken sandwich. Yeah. Many thanks, Corey. Uh, and he said that B-dubs has entered the chat. Yeah, I mean, they entered the chat, and uh, when I saw the green bubble pop up amongst blue bubbles, I was like, get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. Who let this guy in here? Now, you know, so they had, we had four different chicken sandwiches. We had their regular chicken, the classic chicken sandwich, a southern style. You know, they had like a, a slaw happening on the mm, bottom of that. Swiss uh, cheese. A little Swiss, Swiss cheese. Uh, a, a buffalo ranch. And then the Nashville hot. Mm-hmm. And uh, good good piece of chicken. My my faves were the the regular one. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Regular one can eat a dick. Uh, <laughs> I like the buffalo ranch the best. And then that southern one was pretty good, too. I think I would go... Um... In a surprise upset, I think the, the Southern one took yeah. number one for me. Uh, I think the original was number two for me. Then Buffalo Ranch, and then I thought the Nashville Hot was just straight duty. Yeah. As much as I love Nashville Hot Chicken, I did not love their sauce. Yeah, and, when you mentioned that, I was like, yeah, that, wasn't, that one wasn't even really that hot. Yeah, and the mm-hmm. fact that they put like a ranch on it, like, no, that's not what hot chicken is. So uh, did it S the bed a little bit for me. Yeah. Yeah. Chicken was good though. I mean, was, but you know, if we're it felt under seasoned. It was kind of a bland piece of chicken. But mm. Anthony, what do you think? I feel like talking about the other flavors is a a foul, a party foul. Yeah, I don't think so. Like <clears throat> I just tried to compare the regular chicken sandwich to the other. I mean, then maybe you can make a a point for like a spicier one because yeah. of the spicy sauces that they have, like yeah. Popeyes. But like as just pickles, bun, chicken, and um, it's a good pickle. Mayonnaise they had on that one. They put a little the mayo regular, on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that it was a good sandwich. I mean, it's it's definitely better than McDonald's, and I think it's probably in the top five. I still uh, put. I wouldn't put it in the top five. I still put. All right. Um, I put Popeyes number one. Still chicken. Then I don't even know what I would pick third. Maybe this B Dubs made it. Uh, I think this was towards the low end for me. I definitely agree with you that McDonald's is just straight duty trash. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I think the KFC one was kind of duty trash. I say I had a good, yeah, I, I had a good one from KFC. I like that one. But yeah, I mean, none, none of these really. Uh, I don't think any of them, you know, blew me away. None of them no. stood out to me to the point where like, oh, dude, I definitely want to go sit in a Buffalo Wild Wings and eat yeah. the sandwich. That's the, that's honestly the first time I've I've been to Buffalo Wild Wings in a while. Then they also did like. We went there during lunchtime, and the regular chicken sandwich was five ninety nine, and we're like, "Oh, sick!" We thought that was the price for everything. Yeah, <laughs> but then since they added a couple scoops of coleslaw or something else on it, it yeah. was double the price. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was it worth double the price? No, but it's still a sit down restaurant. You think so. you think she thought we were super rich when when she told us that they weren't all five ninety nine, and, like, and no we problem. were like, "Doesn't matter." 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These guys coming into Buffalo Wild Wings in the middle of the... She probably thought we were like crypto dudes that were retired. <laughs> <laughs> if only she knew. Yeah. Yeah, it was business, business on the top and just fucking slob on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was slob top and bottom and in the middle. So I will say that I was a fan of their cheese curds. Yeah, those are good. The tots were good, too. For the longest time, I avoided anything called curd. Cause I, that word just sucks. yeah. That's that's not a, that's not a word that you that you would associate with a good food. Yeah. Uh, but no, what I was gonna uh, interrupt before was we we never asked what the fuck that dipping sauce was. Oh, I'm pretty. It was like a like a salted caramel, I think. Yeah, that thing was like oh man. Which you think is weird to dip cheese in, but it yeah. worked. Fried cheese. You have cheese in like with honey now. Yep. Yep. I never honey had, yeah, like I never right had now that. they just started today. So. <laughs> yeah. During our 25th, it's actually a 25th episode celebration, uh, the universe, uh, fuck, unofficial <laughs> intelligence. The universal soldier. Unofficial intelligence. They made a special flavor of honey cheese for us. Oh, wow. For, for to celebrate the uh, quarter uh, life crisis that I'm having. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, more than a quarter. We're pretty much halfway through a year of shows. Yeah, which is crazy, man. You know, I was thinking about it today. It's like, it doesn't feel like that long, really, but at the same time, feels like forever ago. Yeah, it does. Yeah, even one week without you guys. Well, we're you know we're getting together. Weird. You know, everybody knows for for the loyal fans, they know we record these on Mondays. Today, however, we had you know some scheduling things, and 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 this is the only time that we could do it. So you know, a day late, and even just the the one day later. Texted you guys yesterday. Mondays feel like fucking Mondays <laughs> yeah. when there's no podcast yeah. getting recorded. Um, so I'm, you know, I missed you guys. Didn't really have you know. My, it was a fucking shitty Monday. I can second that. Third. But I did. Uh, you know, I mentioned it, it was my 15 year work anniversary, so I got some points in the Amazon shopping mall, and I'm looking forward to getting some more equipment for the studio. Nice. Uh, he does it for the fans. Yeah, and you know. Pretty soon, we're going to be incorporating those videos on, on the YouTube, so you'll be able to watch us be stupid instead of just hearing us. Because sometimes <laughs> you need to see it for things to land. Yeah. Like, if you saw how I was sitting right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've been rubbing my feet together like a weirdo, trying to start a fire. <laughs> yeah, Ant's just digging his feet into my couch. <laughs> Grinding his feet. But he knows how successful. Yeah, he knows how successful the show is, though, so he knows I can afford another one. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, I might even pay with my royalty check. Who knows? What's that thing under uh, the Janice Andrew? What's that? Jenny's. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Jesus. Jenny's. How many drops did you have? Yeah, I, you know, I'm hanging out with a lot of folks right now. I'm hanging out with Eddie. I'm hanging out with fucking his brother, Charlie Brown Daniels. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm like, you know, feeling good, feeling good. I had two lemonades at lunch, so I'm basically drunk. <laughs> and, uh, Flaccid lemonade, so yeah. So, so the chicken sandwiches, eh, just all right. Um, the ice cream that we got to try out, however, oh boy, that stuff. I mean, we're we're sans bees in this living room. There are no more bees, no bees on anybody's person. Yeah, mine are growing back, straight though. blown off. Yeah, already. I, so, our buddy Andrews was kind enough to send us a half a dozen. Is that all the flavors that they make? They no, just, oh, okay, there's some more. Okay. I think these are the ones that he deemed like. Cream of the crop. Okay. Ice cream of the crop. Yeah, very, and they were very, they were very creamy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he sent us six of them. We we mm-hmm. we tried all of them. Mm-hmm. Then we went ahead and had ourselves a little draft. Yep. Uh, and um, let's let's go over the flavors. Okay. We had a fluffernutter. 
Mm. We had a salted peanut butter and chocolate flex. That's right. I said flex. Not with an X. Gooey butter cake. Peach biscuit. Oh, that's all I wrote. It was a peach biscuit something. Peach. I only have peach cream written. Uh, Maybe it was a peach cream biscuit. (laughs) It was like, yeah. Uh, A brandied banana brulee and a pineapple upside down cake. And I believe you just read it in the order that you ranked it, right? I did read it in the order that I ranked them in. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoilers! Your boy was on that fluff another tip. That was fucking so good, dude. It was like a marshmallow ice cream. I was telling the guys, and they agreed, it tasted like the marshmallows in like alphabet cereal. Like, you know, you, your typical cereal marshmallow. But that's what you got out of the ice cream. It was and so you had good. the little chocolate in there. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, peanut butter. And our lucky contestants did a gentleman gentlemanly lottery draft mm-hmm. for, yeah. or to see yeah, which right. ones we would take home. Yeah. And I didn't, you know, because so, no one man could eat six pints. I mean, I, yeah, well, you know, but, let me, let me talk about this real quick. So I, you know, and, and we're, we're a day late on the pod and I got this ice cream the day after, I think the day our last episode came out mm-hmm. on the Wednesday. Yeah. And I, I didn't know it was coming to my house. Uh, so that was a nice surprise. And uh, had a lot of fun with the dry ice before I chucked it. And um, Did you tape any of it? No. <laughs> I wanted to see, because like, I was like, it was in a separate box. I was like blowing on it, and like so much of the smoke was coming out. I'm like, man, what could I film right now? <laughs> um, but uh, so, you know, and I'm a big sweets guy. So the fact that I had six pints of Miracle churned into fucking ice cream for all this time, you know, we were talking almost a full week. <laughs> <laughs> that I've had this. I, I door dashed Carvel just so I wouldn't, wow. really, wouldn't yeah. dip into it. Yeah. I, I was tempted. Dedication. And I can't even imagine the struggle. No, because this, this, this is how it would have happened. I also smoke weed. Keep in mind. <laughs> At my lowest of lows, I would have I opened up that fucking Fluffernutter. I would have went right to that one first. As soon as you said it last week, I was sold. <laughs> I would have fucking opened it up. I would have had one spoon. I would have fucking melted. Then I'd been like, all right, one more. Then I would have been like, all right, I, I got to take an even layer off the top. <laughs> yeah. Then I would have been like, it's almost halfway. Let me do <laughs> half because that's just weird to not do half. Yeah. And then maybe I went a spoon or two past the halfway mark, and then it's over. at that point it's over. Just, like, just got to fucking finish it. <laughs> you, at that have, point. Yeah. you black it'll out. Get, it'll <laughs> get like freezer burn because it's too much room. That, that's what always messes me up with the Ben and Jerry's because I want to do that even layer. Yeah, and yeah. then I'll hit a huge piece of cookie oh, dough. And I'm like, yeah. well, <laughs> I guess <laughs> you guess take out going. a fucking boulder, dude. Yeah. That is why they put the skinny person nutritional facts. And then the average ice cream. Yeah, yeah they put it, yeah, they put so like, side if by you side. have an actual serving size, it's 300 calories. Yeah, what is if the you serving have size? The whole on that? pint, it's 4,000 calories. And the pint, like, oh. I think the pint they say is like six servings, something stupid like that. Who the fuck? I can't even count two in there, to be honest with you. That's one. Those things are, in, <laughs> those things are individual serve. I've been pretty good with ice cream, I think, the last couple of years because I was like ripping full pints of tonight dough. I know, dude. It was so f- like we mentioned. It was it was a food a food group, man. It was always in the freezer. Yeah, always. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm pretty good with it. I can go to like I'll have like you know what it is. I do like a quarter. Yeah. I'll put it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the next time I have it, 
I go like a little bit below halfway, <laughs> and then the next time it's just the, the whole yeah. rest of it. It's but like I the do, owl licking yeah. the lollipop. I do make I do make my pints last a little bit, but I don't know how long these these Jenny pints are gonna last. Yeah. So so we'll get into that. Well, so I read the I read the ice creams in, in the order that uh, I enjoyed them in. What did, what, what did you guys feel? It was it was, was hard for me to not go with Fluffernard number one. I thought that was just consensus number one draft pick coming out of college. Um, <laughs> Then for number two for me, I think I had to go the gooey butter cake. That was really good. Mm. Um, I might have even gone tied for two with the the banana brulee. I said last week that that I think that that was going to be the sleeper smash hit. Yeah, that one that I, was good. I think it was. Um, then I went the salted peanut butter chocolate flex. That was another one that was like yo, real quick to back up to the banana. Uh-huh. Not that it needed anything. Mm-mm. But don't you think it would have fucking got taken to another level if it had chocolate in there? Chocolate? Because that because you ever have a cho- like a frozen chocolate banana? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know what? I've really like the past the past year or so. I think I've really like embraced the banana flavor. Yeah, I was always like, okay, yeah, no, I like it. Yeah, and I think what did it for me was um, Magnolia's banana pudding. Mm. It's so friggin' good. That I think I finally like fully embraced banana flavor. I told yeah. you like spoiler alert, I wanted the banana brulee as my draft pick, but I let it slide to the second round and <laughs> unfortunately got picked. That that came back to bite you in the ass. But we like I said last week, we had uh more banana pudding. And then when we went out for Aya's birthday dinner, we had a banana ice cream. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna let it slide. If I don't get it, it's not the worst thing in the world. I've had it a lot. But yeah, dude, uh, that was for me the sleeper smash hit. I think after that, I would go with the sweet cream and peach jam, yeah. sweet cream biscuits and peach jam. That, that one was, was really v- good. Very good. And dude, uh, you know, it didn't get a lot of love from you guys, but I really enjoyed the pineapple upside down cake. Yeah. I liked it. I liked that it was like, <clears throat> like you said, it was tart. Yeah. It was a nice little, you know, you're not getting smacked in the face with like sweetness. Oh, yeah. Sweetness. What about you? I I agree. Fluffer nut, nutter across the board yeah. for everybody. But um, my second was the salted peanut butter. I love yeah. that one. I don't. I think it was like more creamy than all of the other ones, probably because of the peanut butter in it. But when I like that was the first one I tried, and then I went to the other ones, and I was slightly disappointed yeah. that, that they <laughs> yeah. weren't as creamy. So yeah. that like before I got through all the flavors, I was already like, all right, peanut butter is already like the top. Yeah. And then, um, but my favorite was definitely Fluff and Nutter. Yeah, that was so good. But the peach was good too, but I thought that was going to be the sleeper because I've been, I'm a huge peaches guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I put that at four for me, uh, the peach one, but it could have been a a tie for three for me, honestly. It was nice to have those. And I think this is why Andrew did it. It's nice to have those two fruit ones in there. Yeah. To kind of break, break it up. up yeah. yeah. Well, normally you don't have six in one <laughs> true, sitting. True. <laughs> you pick a lane. <laughs> yeah. But it's not, you know, some, I'm saying sometimes you're not, when you're in the mood for ice cream, you want to go all in. No, yeah. Sure. That, that like actually some, reminds me when I ordered the Carvel, I got like a cold brew ice cream. Yeah. Thought that sounded cool. I, I put like chocolate. I think they had chocolate flecks. I put in that one. Oh, no, no. I put Reese's Pieces in it because I'm an animal. <laughs> and then, uh, and then I got another one. I forget. I'm blanking on the other one that I got, but it was, it was vanilla peanut butter cup type of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like splitting it with my mom and uh, Tony or whatever. And uh, I was just going to, you know, just pick one, whatever I'll have. the But I, I kind of wanted the cold brew. 
But that's like what she was leaning towards. She fucking takes out a knife and cuts the ice cream in half. I've never seen anybody cut <laughs> ice cream like that. I've seen a fucking ice cream cake yeah. cut with a knife, but not like a bowl of ice cream cut with a knife. Uh, but anyway, sorry. I just want to make fun that's of my mom real quick. Hashtag mom shit. That sounds like that sounds like you made up a scene from like scary movie where they like mock like someone. She's like she like turns around and you. What's the knife for? She goes to cut ice cream and then she actually cuts just, the ice cream. It was, it was so fucking weird. Clean cut though. <laughs> Clean cut. <laughs> how do you, how do you guys feel about your draft picks? Oh yeah, so yeah, so we had a draft. We should talk about you know we, we drew a number out of out of a hat. I felt confident I picked the number one spot, uh, but unfortunately Anthony got that one. Ben drafted second, and I drafted third. So first round, I think everybody knows what went yep. with, with Anthony's first pick. Well, when I pulled, I technically I was on the clock when we we drew the numbers because we all knew who was going number one. So it was <laughs> yeah. up to whoever drew number two. Yeah. That's why when I got three, you know, I wish it was on tape because I, I went into the other room and, you know, really let the universe hear it. But I think the the highlight of the draft was a poor front office decision. Yeah. To yeah. draft a different <laughs> the, flavor. You know, it came, from, yeah. it came from the top down and it just it because didn't pan out. Yeah. I was, I was playing, you guys were playing mind wait, wait, games. Well, so, so the Fluffernota went first. Yeah. Uh, ben went second. What'd you pick second? So I was going to go with the banana. Because oh, this was, yeah, this is where yeah. I was all about it. And I was like, you know what? I think that if I let banana go, yeah. it might slip. You don't, you don't draft a reliever in the second round. Right. They're going to Exa- be there for you Exactly. So I was like, <laughs> no one's going to draft a quarterback in the first round. I'm going to let the quarterback. And then so I got, I got sniped. Tackled. You got fucking yeah. sacked. I got sniped. Um, in the first pick of the second round, Anthony took the bananas. Mm. So I had to change gears. I drafted the ooey gooey butter cake first. Yeah. Second overall. Yeah. Um, I did like that one a lot, so I wasn't really that disappointed. And then second round, I went uh, pineapple upside down cake. Yeah. Third, so first round, third pick, I grabbed the uh, peanut butter, cho- mm-hmm. chocolate fleck. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, what the hell? Is it? Oh, and then I got the, uh, the peach. I think you, yeah. you let me have that because yeah. you, you took the pineapple. Otherwise I would have been stuck with the pineapple yeah. and we know how big of a fan of the upside down <laughs> pineapple, cake, pineapple cake I am. Uh, but there yeah, were so, some bad calls. There were some bad it was, calls uh, made. Yeah, just one, well, even one hang before, even before the draft, when he said you're a pineapple guy, you were like, I don't know who's, <laughs> I, I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm not a pineapple. Who in my life loves pineapple upside down cake that I confused you with? Cause I know somebody. Yeah. I know, like, love is pineapple upside down cake. I if you're out there, know. let me know. <laughs> Send us an email. <laughs> <laughs> Come I, over, split this pint with me. Yeah. Throw it on top of a pizza. A ham pizza. Ooh. Do we want to get into that debate? The, the pineapple on the pizza? I think we're all on the same page. Oh, I, I feel like now we're not, because I, I was going to say I like it. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't hate it. I don't it, dislike it. I'm not, like, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to take a stance against it that's for sure my stance is if you just do pineapple on the pizza you're a savage beast no 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 but no, no. somebody does it just pineapple just pineapple with with the cheese and the, yeah. the sauce weird yeah right, right? justified yeah, savage yeah, like you, the salt, crazy you know, person I like the, well the pizza i guess has enough salt i guess but if you do uh pep like hot peppers and bacon on that bitch mm-hmm. oh wait hot peppers with the pineapple hot peppers pineapple and the bacon Sweet, salty, and spicy. Okay, we've it's a reoccurring the holy, theme, and the it's holy trinity f- for for umami or mouth orgasms. Yeah, I just if it's there, I, honestly, if it's there, I don't even think I would have it. I'm not gonna like 
crucify people for having it yeah. on their pizza, but it just, I'll do it. I, I get it. Maybe I'd have like a bite, but there's no way I would do a whole slice of it. Yeah. It's just not, I mean, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, one or two slices, you know, it gets old quick, I guess, but I don't, I don't dislike it. And I've had it plenty of times. I've never ordered it personally, but I've like grabbed a slice when it was there. So yeah. that leads to another question. If we're done talking about the pine. Sure. The pineapple debate has been settled. Yeah. yeah. You just don't do it. So wait, real quick then, just to tie a bow on the ice cream. Big thank you oh, yeah. to, thank Andrew. You to Andrew. Yeah. And also, you know, it's our 25th episode. It's kind of a big deal for us. And, uh, you know, he was there from day one, you know, showing support. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thanks so much, man. We appreciate it. And uh, you're going to be the first to get... Uh, Power rankings of fans. He's number one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if we're doing a draft of fans... <laughs> yeah. He's the fluff first overall. Yeah. He's yeah, the, fluff he, he's the first yeah. overall pick, you know. <laughs> I don't know where it goes after that. Because uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of people that you know a lot of people that uh, supportive I'm, and yeah, help, you know NY Frank is on there. Yeah, definitely, All you know day. James is on there. Katie, Katie's on there. Chris, Chris, uh, Sean, cousin Sean, Sean, yeah, my uh, brother. Yeah, man, we get, you know we can go on and on. There's no, too that, many that's, fans that's really, to that, name. Those are the only people <laughs> that listen to the show. Um, there's a so bunch. This, this, yeah. The show goes out to the same six people every week. <laughs> For six people, thirty five hundred downloads. Thank you guys. You guys are yeah, awesome. Seriously, you guys got. I don't mul- know what multiple... hard drives you got. You, have, you guys have, have too many screens. <laughs> Instead of mining Bitcoin, they're mining just views. Um, I ha- wait. I have one one quick thing I want to mention in talking snacks. Uh, something that I'm just going to add right now. Yeah, but, but before that, uh, you know, also throughout our journey to, to episode twenty five, you know, we came out of the gate heavy in the UK. But they fucking took a nosedive. I don't know if we said something they didn't like. I know Benny went on a tear with his fish and chips or something. Uh, you know, but India stepping up, filling the gap big time. We got like hundreds of people. Hundreds? It, it, yeah, it's up to, it's over 350 or something oh, like that. Shit. Downloads? Yeah, dude. Just I in the last like, 28 days, it was like 100 and something. So We love you, India. India. Just, I mean, there's plenty of them. Yeah, if you are from India. Easy. What, Easy. <laughs> what I say? They got like two billion people there. <laughs> if you're from India, write us, please. Yeah, seriously. Hi at uipodcast.com. Yeah. Please. I want to hear from you. Yeah. And just so the algorithm puts it out there, India, 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 <laughs> India, India. Anyways, go fuck yourselves. Uh, <laughs> um, is that it for talking snack? We have any treats uh, left on there? No, right? Mm. Nope. No. But I did have that question. To wrap it up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. No, sorry. You're like, shh, shh, shh. No, I did got I? this. <laughs> no, my bad. My You're like, bad. shut up. Uh, did I stiff arm you? Uh, hey, whatever. Give me the swim well arm des- back. Just fucking. Well, well deserved. <laughs> but it always gives me this opportunity to do a callback when we're about to end the segment. So, yeah. um, I was, we were talking about pineapple on pizza. What's the weirdest or most out there thing you saw on top of a pizza before? Whether you ordered it or just saw it in the glass at the counter. I don't know. For me, not necessarily the weirdest because you know a lot of people like it. But when I see anchovies on pizza, I want to, I want to sit down with that person and have like a long conversation to to see where the, why they got to this point in their life. <laughs> Let's do it right now. <laughs> why? Why are you putting this shit on your food? It's good. <laughs> good. It's good. They're it's fucking. Good. They're like gray. They look hairy. They're flat as fuck. They're, and they're so just, salty. They're it's sitting nice. in a fucking salt, salty earl. It's good stuff. Not for me. Well, I like it. Dude, my friend was. I don't eating. go out of my way to get it, but yeah, you've gotten it on pizza though enough times. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, I mean a handful. Yeah, uh, I never forget my grandfather got an anchovy pizza once, and I just looked at him and and you know, 
we could you couldn't not eat you know whatever he got you know it's like if you were at the dinner table and didn't like your food it's like oh well you yeah. know and uh he let me peel them off but even the oil even the re- even <laughs> the remnants that they left like you you saw the cheese and the sauce nice and then the fucking when well, you peeled the anchovy off and it was like <laughs> the scale. just just like the wet dough that had like pushed the fucking cheese and sauce like <laughs> and it, it it was like a little grayish in color it's good stuff man yeah like i said i mean i know people really like it it's just not for me this guy in the, when i was used to work at the corporate offices uh he would eat you know and it was just like a big office floor full of cubicles and he would fucking you'd hear like the tinfoil breaking Ugh. and then the whole fucking floor just smelled like this thing and i'm like steve Another, you know, his name was Steve too. These fucking guys, man. <laughs> I don't know about those Steve characters. Stevie sardines. Um, but uh, yeah, dude. I'm like, yo, could you fucking at least take that to Anchovies. the cafeteria? Like, it fucking reeks, dude. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's one of the things you can't eat at work. Yeah, he's just popping them. What like about when people, a tin of Tic or Altoids? Pe- just... People eat some fucking crazy dinners on airplanes that are, that are like obnoxious. Yeah, it's like you're 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 on a fucking plane. You're not sitting at a dining room table. Yeah, like get your McDonald's like everybody else, <laughs> and fucking or like a granola bar, whatever. You, but like you're on a plane for a couple hours. You're gonna make it. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's like when someone brought Panda Express on our honeymoon flight. And they were like setting it up. They got yeah. like soup, dumpling, like oh. the whole thing. And the the lady's like, "Can you put your?" <laughs> they just laid it all out. She's like, "Can you put the the thing back up in the seat yeah, because a, we're yeah. taking off?" And he's like, "Can I eat?" Oh yeah, let's just hold up. Yeah, it must have been his first time flying, or he was on dude. Band Express it? before you fly is a that's that's bravery. That is a huge. <laughs> that's a gamble. Yeah. He came yeah. off the plane with fucking Medal of Valor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. That's I don't. Yeah, dude, I, I, I'm like fucking water and lemon guy. I'll have like a fucking saltine cracker. You know what I mean? Like I'm not the anxiety alone there. to get me to the airport. Yeah, four hours early because I'd rather wait than yeah. be late for a flight. You see what happens? Look at Home Alone. Yeah, the biggest gamble I've taken before a flight is you know a couple times getting McDonald's breakfast. Yeah, that's you know, but, sometimes that'll go through you. Yeah. yeah, but thankfully, you know, it was on the 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 shorter flight. With the shorter one is L.A. to New York, right? That's the one that's usually like yeah yeah that's the quick one. four hours fifty minutes if you got fucking Andretti behind the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's always the best announcement over the loudspeaker when they're like ah, clear skies with a beautiful tailwind coming out of the east and uh, should be touching down in about four hours and forty eight minutes. <laughs> fucking whole plane is like standing ovation, and then on the way back it's fucking six hours and fifteen. Yeah. And like, <laughs> At that, at like the fucking five fifty nine, I'm like clawing my skin off. Yeah, I'm like, I can't take another minute. Where the fuck is the airport? <laughs> <laughs> that's my limit. I can't do more than like six hours without drugs. Is all I could muster on a plane. I don't know how you, the Fil- the Philippines was how many seventeen. But Yay! I I took a I took a Xanax and I slept for like thirteen yeah, hours, yeah. so that was good. Yeah. Have you have you ever self medicated before getting on a plane? I've yeah I've you know well the whole like way to the the whole way to the airport gummies is, or anything yeah yeah edibles for sure I, the chibachu that's like that's the best dude yeah, I can't do that I get too I would get too anxious yeah we well got, you know what's funny is every creak and yeah well it, it started <laughs> kicking in like while I was going through security and I thought I had timed it and I was gonna fe- start feeling it like when I got to the gate at least. and uh, and uh, that was just. I was fine, but then the paranoia was just like the they could see how fucked up I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like but you know, you know what's like? Any I remember the first time I 
like my mom, like, you know, and I don't even know if this is necessarily the, the, when she found out that I smoked. No, because yeah, I just told her that I was really high, but I was just like, ah, I'm drunk. <laughs> and that's fucking perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah. Underage, perfectly fine. But if I would have said I was stoned at that time, it, yeah, it would have been the end of the world. <laughs> Alcohol's okay, but weed isn't. No, I couldn't. I couldn't take an edible before a flight. I'd be like trying to jump out of the plane at some point. You know what you could probably use though before the flight that help you out big time. Talking about our friends at Zeal CBD. Yeah, yeah baby. Uh, I think so. You know, we had our care package uh, that that Anthony was kind enough to share with us. Oh man, I kind of want to answer this live on the podcast. Do it. Sean animals calling here. Uh, I don't have the ca- the cables in my room though. No, just put it on speaker. All right. Hey, this is Steve. You're on the air. You uh, fuck unofficial <laughs> intelligence. I keep on saying, yo, you're on the podcast. What's up, Sean? Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. <laughs> hey, Sean. Hey, hey. This is this is our 25th episode we're recording right now. You're making history. Oh wow! I didn't realize I'm a live guest. This is fascinating. This is the first. This is the first live caller. <laughs> wow! I, I I'm so thrilled. Did you guys get my email? We did. We're, we're going to be talking show? about it in a little bit. Yeah. Okay, good. I mean, you want to talk about it now? We do a lot. We can talk about it now. Yeah, what do you got? I, I threw it out there. I, You know, like, I've been scared to do it, but I ran into some Red Lobster for lunch, kind of by accident. Okay. And I found the cheddar biscuit at Red Lobster to be one of the most delicious foods I've had in a long time. And I find it crazy and ironic because I wouldn't really want to eat anything else on their menu. Yeah. But they have this one, like, one delicious piece of food that they offer. They're so it's good, a unicorn of sorts. Sean. They, we we got some. They have you can make it from a box now. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, me and my girlfriend did it a couple weeks ago, and we put bacon, egg, and cheeses on them. Oof, and they were fantastic. Oh wow, pro move. <laughs> There's sometimes my wife and I just go to Red Lobster, and we're just like, we just like oh, sit there until they keep bringing us more biscuits, fill up on that, and just get dessert. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Sean, can you can you hang on one second? I'm just gonna run and grab the cable so I can plug you into the board. Yeah, no problem. All right, hold on. You still there? Yes, sir. All right, nice. Hey, sounds good. Sounds beautiful. Now, uh, dude, you know. So speaking of this cheddar biscuit from Red Lobster, how did it? I mean, it, I know it's gonna pale in comparison, but remember those pimento cheese biscuits we had in South That's Carolina? That's what he put in the in the email. Oh, okay, those okay. Were, yeah, those were fantastic. Uh, there's also a place in Ann Arbor. I don't know if I ever took you that uh, Zingerman's, which is like a famous deli out here. They have some of the best biscuits I've ever had. I just feel like it's kind of an underrated food. Like if you get a really good one, they're insanely good. Yeah. You know, it's so, but they kind of, no one talks about them because you guys were talking about donuts last week. You got me thinking about it. Well, also too, one of the ice creams that we had from Jenny's was that peach, uh, peach and jam cream. or whatever. Oh my God. That was so fucking good. Yeah. Oh, I got to try that one. I got to seek that out. They're big out here in the Midwest. Jenny's. Do you have a physical location in Michigan? We, I, not that I'm aware of, but for work, I traveled to Ohio and Columbus a lot, and they've been, that's where they originated. Yeah. And so I've been to one of their original spots, and you can get it all over uh, the Columbus area. Yeah, um, man, it was. Besides the Buckeyes, that's their big thing. Yeah. Do you have a favorite flavor, Sean? I I haven't tried enough of them. I had the cake batter one, which I found really good. But the one you guys were talking about, I think it was the banana one or yeah. like the bananas foster. That's the one that really sounded fantastic. 
Yeah. But we had, uh, so after we tasted all of them, we did a draft uh, to see who, you know, what, what ice creams you get to take away and enjoy the rest of. And uh, he made, a, he made a, a, a bad move. You know, he thought the banana was going to go late in the, later in the draft. So instead of grabbing that uh, fifth overall in the second round, he fucking passed it up and then fucking Ant swooped in there and grabbed it from him. <laughs> Number one pick, baby. Ah. <laughs> Nicely done, Ant. Yeah. I had to do it. Nicely done. <laughs> it had to be done. Uh, I hey. have, um, since I'm a live guest, I have a couple things I'd like to comment on. All right. Oh, here we go. Because like, well, we can also talk about the Mets and their trade deadline. But go ahead. What do you got? Are we good? I, I, I want to first, because, you know, I listen every week. So a couple of things from last week's episode. I just want to salute Ben. Um, I saw all the food you guys ate at this uh, smorgasbord, whatever this was, where uh, you guys were just crushing food all afternoon. Yeah. And then Ben went out for <laughs> wings. Not only, not only like wings. You, you guys like mentioned it casually. Like, if I ate that much food in the afternoon, like I'm done for the day. Yeah. This guy's like, yeah, no, let's go out for wings. <laughs> Sean, Sean, not only wings, I had a brisket sandwich as well. <laughs> oh my, oh my I, gosh. Yeah, this is new information. I don't, we didn't get the word of the brisket sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> it was good too. That's impressive. I yeah. had a I had a nice like three four hour gap between eating. So. Yeah. <laughs> and I had a couple beers, so I you know I kept the appetite going a little bit. Yeah. That's... Oh wow, Ben, you're I so hungry. <laughs> oh, Not only is he a chef, apparently, and an upcoming like foodie, he can really put the food down. It's impressive. Yeah. I'd also like to throw this out there unsolicited. Uh, my man crush. Okay. I've been giving this some thought. Okay, cool. I, um, I like this. It, and it's New York related. It's uh, New York, New York Jets coach Robert Sala. Okay. I'm just all, all right. in. Okay. So how I'm you, all in. You're feeling you're feeling confident about the season coming up. I don't know if Jets you know, fans feel ever feel like, confident. I think it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. That part I don't know about confidence, but I definitely feel like they landed the right guy to run the run the team. He's ironically from here. You guys know I'm in Michigan. Yeah, and uh, I never thought the Jets would get this guy. He's from Dearborn, Michigan, which is this—it's actually like the second most populated area in the world of like Muslim uh, descent, and that's where he's from. And the Lions had a head coaching opening. I thought for sure this guy—everyone's like, this guy's going to be the Lions' next head coach. He's from Michigan, right by the stadium. The Jets uh, swoop in and steal this guy, and I—I I think he's the real deal. You know, there's just something when you watch him talk, you're just like. I you know I get that I get those man crush vibes so I'm all in. That's awesome. Did he coach another team or a college team or something or? He was the defensive quarter in the other for the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. Team that went to the Super Bowl, and uh, you know I'm just all in. That's it. That's my man crush. Yeah, I'm I think it out there. Everybody I've heard, every Jeff fan I know, and every any every person I've talk, heard talk about him, love him. So I, yeah, I think you're right. I think yeah. they they finally got a guy that. We'll stick around and, and, and change the culture there, hopefully. Hopefully. I mean, the guy, the last guy, Gase was so bad. It was like, it was bad before they made the choice. It was bad when they hired him. And then I don't it even was worse. I don't even remember a time when they had like a fun manager. What about the dude with the foot fetish? <laughs> Rex Ryan. He's a fucking animal. He is a pig. He is a fucking pig. Loved him some feet though. If you did, if you if you haven't seen the video of him getting pulled over by his wife, please watch it. <laughs> oh, that is a fucking oh great gosh. video, dude. Uh, so let's that's, switch over to that, the Mets. That's a, that's a tough watch. Yeah. Uh, for anyone that hasn't seen it. Like if, 
if you can get through the whole video, I'll be impressed. But yeah, let's talk Mets. So, talk yeah, so, the Mets. so the trade deadline happened, was that last Wednesday? Last Friday. Oh, last Friday? And uh, I think the Yankees, Mets, and Dodgers really fucking went all out. And, uh, you know, I'm happy with what the Yankees got. Obviously, Rizzo's made an impact right away. Uh, super pumped, though, for uh, the friends in Queens with Javi Baez. Once him and Lindor up the middle, man, that's... I was saying the Yankees... I like the Yankees' corners better, but between the Yankees and the Mets, they got the best infield in baseball. Yeah. It's a freaking all-star lineup in there. Yeah. And Javi homered his first game, right? Yep. And a a nice little curtain call. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's a good player, I've got a question. Good. For uh, for Ben and Ant, do do you guys think this uh, this could be a long term marriage with Javi? He's a free agent. I, Him and Lindor, buddies. I like the deal a lot better if it ends up being kind of like a trial run, and uh, you know, a big CV pays for this guy in the off season. What yeah, do you guys think? I actually think that that's why they did it, uh, and I think that that was why they gave up the kid that they gave up because a lot of people had high hopes for the prospect that they traded for him. But I think they did that with with him being their long term in mind. Because if you look at it, it's kind of almost like when they traded for Strowman. Like they didn't trade for Strowman for that season to make a push. It was to keep him around for the year after that. And I think that's what they're doing with Baez. So I, I like the trade. I hope they keep him around. Um, I think that the energy that he brings is is something yeah. that they sorely needed. Because there's a lot of guy, a lot of guys on that team that that I like, but just not really getting the job done. So I, I'm with you. I think it's it's an audition for for a long term thing. Yeah, if that's the case, I like the move a lot. I'm a little worried that we made a big move in a year that, you know, the Dodgers just look so good. Yeah, I mean, it's like, do we? What are our chances if Degrom isn't healthy, which makes me nervous every day? Yeah, you know, can this guy pitch an eight inning, seven inning game in the playoffs come September, October? Is like a giant question right now, and you know. He's kind of the key to the, whether they can compete in the postseason. So I've got my fingers crossed, you know? Yeah, I, and, and that's that's what I think they're thinking, too, because they didn't go get a ton of guys that were rentals and give up a bunch of prospects. So like, like you said, I think this is more of like a kind of a get him used to the team, get him playing with Lindor now so maybe we can either offer him an extension earlier than everybody else or, you know, we, we got our foot in the door already, so... I think they knew about DeGrom being hurt before the deadline, and that's why they kind of st- stood pat a little bit more and only went out and got Baez. And that's probably only because DeGrom, two weeks prior, was like, I was just letting you know the tendon is dangling right now in about 14 days. <laughs> feels good, though. I'm going to need to go on, on the DL. Yeah. <laughs> I, did a, I did a scan, yeah. and... Uh... <laughs> it's hard to follow up with my thought, Sean, because Ben had like a really elaborate thing. I was going to be like, well, we're not, gonna, we're not going to be able to sign Javi without making some sacrifices. And that was the end of my conversation. Yeah, so well, you, had but, to, you had to go after oh. fucking Ben Verducci over there. <laughs> well, the only, the only thing, the only thing I think about, about Baez that makes me a little nervous is he already turned down a really big contract from the Cubs. So like, how much is he going to ask the Mets for? That's the only thing that makes Do me nervous. Do you know nervous. what the Cubs offered him off in? I think somewhere around 200 million. <sighs> for how many years? I don't know how many no. years. So we're just going to have Javi and Lindor in the infield when all's said and done. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I mean, without, without turning this into a Mets podcast, I think they got to shake up the offense anyway. 
I think they've had these guys together for three years, and and what is what have they won? So I, I don't know, man. I'm looking for a, a big off season from them this year. Yeah, I agree. You know what's great? Since we get we have Steve out number three to one on this podcast. I know. That's what I mean, I can't. Even, <laughs> yeah. Well, I said I said when we were eating at B Dubs before the the recording here, uh, I'd be you know I, I like the the players that they got you know Gallo and Rizzo, um, adding the the lefty bats uh, to the order, but. I'd be more excited if they weren't making these moves. Granted, they got them like from the fucking bargain bins. They they got them for nothing. Uh, but it's like they're going for a wild card at best. So, you know, it's hard to like be jumping for joy. Um, but yeah, uh, well, the best part about being a Mets fan right now is I think the Yankees have a better record, and somehow all the Mets fans were pretty happy and stoked, and the Yankee fans are miserable. So. It's like you guys are well, having the worst season ever somehow. Well, because their division is just bonkers right now. And I thought I thought theirs was crazy, but the fucking NL West is even more insane. You got the Dodgers, Padres, and Giants all fucking beasting. I think uh, Giants are like 65 wins. They're, yeah. they're all over 60. But then, you know, you got Tampa Bay and uh, Boston, you know, like at 63 and 60, whatever. So it's just tough. I mean, but they, they, they don't even look good when when you watch them. Even if they win the game, you're just like, ugh. But, you know, Rizzo's hitting bombs, though, and I just like having that name in pinstripes. So, you know, I, were you commenting? You're like, yeah. I can hear all the Yankee fans yeah. just yelling Rizzo. Rizzo, <laughs> Rizzo. Let's go, Yanks. Did, I, uh, I, I was trying to figure, I listened for John Sterling's call. After, after your buddy kind of oh. shared some stories about our friend Johnny, I really don't like that fucking guy. So. <laughs> I'll, I'll say it. John Sterling and Susan, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> Now Susan's okay, I guess. Sterling is the worst. Yeah, he's I bad. I can't listen to that guy. He's bad. He's terrible. Hang it up, buddy. That's one area the Mets have always dominated. We have great radio TV hosts. Oh my god. Ben will vouch. Ben Anthony. We just have we've had <laughs> top notch going back to when I was a kid when it was uh uh when it was Murphy. Yeah. But I mean it's just like Bob I get... Murphy. But now the, the radio crew with Howie and the TV crew with with Ronnie and Keith and Cohen, I mean it's like the product on the field might not always be great, but the experience. I was, <laughs> I was just going to say, that, like, they, they're they the reason I'll be watching when it's, like, 15 to 1 and the Mets are losing. It's like, yeah, yeah the game sucks, but they, they, they start talking about some funny stuff. They'll pull out baseball cards and talk about baseball nice. cards. There's always something fun that, going that's on. That's why I them. like uh, Paul O'Neill and David Cohn. I like, I like when they're, because, you know, even, even if, like, you know, Michael Kay's, like, whatever, but... Uh, even the other night when it was Paul O'Neill and Michael Kay, like just the stuff that Paul O'Neill says, <laughs> and, and and the the ex players always are always better in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, unless you're you know the goat, Vin Scully. Uh, but uh, I could do a good impression of that one guy on the Mets. It's out of here. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So where are you at right now? You driving home? We're, we're uh, driving to your next yeah. meeting. I was in Ohio. I was down in Cleveland for the day uh, or through the night for work, and I'm driving back through traffic. Nice. I just figured I'd call my buddy, my best friend Steve. Nice, as um, always, just to see how life was going. Yeah, and uh, you know, this I just stumbled across this. I was really looking forward to the pod coming out tomorrow. This is so I'm excited. Yep. I will say now, I'm not like fully prepared like Billy was with like a list of things to comment. And had I known I was going to be on, man, I really would have come prepared. But yeah. I do want to throw in my throw my hat into the chicken sandwich uh, arena. Oh, go for it, yeah. Because this weekend, I, I did try the lackluster effort that McDonald's has put out there mm. with their sandwich. I was Just really disappointed that. there. 
Yeah, it just, just, ah, no thanks. You know, I was going to ask, um, since you spend a lot of time on the road and stuff like that, what would you say is your, your go-to, you know, if it's fast food or like a, a small chain restaurant or something like that in your travels, what's, what's number one for you? Ah, uh, let's say it really comes down. If I'm, if I'm letting it loose, <laughs> it's Chick-fil-A, you know, because in yeah. having a couple of their sandwiches, their, their side mac and cheese is yeah. fantastic. And the breakfast. I really ready. do like their sandwich. Yeah. The breakfast is awesome. Yeah. If I'm trying to keep it cleaner, we have, you guys don't have Jimmy John's out there yet, do you? Uh, no. Oh, we don't? Oh, Jersey Mike's we got. Yeah. Not, not Jimmy's no. John's. <laughs> Jimmy's John's. Jimmy's John's is really huge. It's like, uh, it, it's a big sub shop out here. They're all over the place. Yeah, we, they were and, in, uh, they make in a really good sandwich. Yeah, I did yeah, like theirs. I like that. If I'm trying to keep it a little cleaner on the road um, for something fast, that's what I had yeah. um, yesterday for lunch. But I have to say, like, I haven't tried the Burger King one. But I, I would probably, gun to my head, put the Popeye's chicken sandwich as number one. Right. In my own Let's personal go. Yeah. Yo, did they open up it's, the Portillo's yet? No, they, it's they're, they're hiring people. Okay. Um, but they're getting ready to open soon. They really got slowed down by COVID. But True, you know yeah. that's on the short list. Yeah. When man. you come out to visit, we'll, we'll sneak our way over there, either like on the way to the airport on the way back from the airport, you we'll kind of like go well, out of our way a little bit to scoop it up. It, this is a good segue. We were talking about gambles before a flight. I don't know if I want to have an Italian beef sandwich before I get on a fucking plane, dude. <laughs> uh, yo, you know what? We got right. you on the phone. I'll never forget that time we had smoke, uh, not smoke, uh, city, when we had um, Boneyard and you had a big oh. fucking plate of ribs or whatever the fuck you got that was like towering over you and then you got on a plane right after that. <laughs> Cross country, it's man. risky. Yeah, yeah. Ha- have you ever turned two you want, on a plane? Country, yeah. You want to eat light? I, oh, yeah. Did you hear my question? What was the question? I said, "Have you ever turned, turned two, two on, on a plane?" plane? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh wow, that, mu- that must have been a desperate, desperate You're so time. Brave. You are <laughs> also, so brave. I've also thrown up on a plane once. Uh, I hey. once boarded a plane severely hung over and had to puke uh, a couple times. Yeah. It was terrible. Well, I threw up on a train when we went to the, well, when we tried to go to the subway series, uh, me and Anthony on the way back, I, uh, I threw up a Guinness vanilla milkshake. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, but I, hey, you know we did we did sit next to a bathroom because that's the kind of guy Anthony is. I I planned it out. Yeah, I saw it on your face. Oh Glass. my god, everybody saw it on my face. The problem, and I was stone cold sober too. That's why I was bummed. I'm like, I'm gonna throw up all over this train. There's cars full of drunk, obnoxious kids, and I'm gonna be the idiot throwing up. And you're gonna remember every second of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least if you're drunk, you can black it out. Oh, oh man. man. Listen, I will tell you this. I'm going to let you guys go. I don't want to overstay my welcome as a guest. No, never, never. But I do want to... I've never spoken live to Ant. I just want to say congratulations on your son, buddy. Thank it's you really so much. It's really exciting. I've got two young kids of my own. Try to... You know, I know how hard it is. Get yeah. as much sleep as you can. Well, but, we're trying. Um, <laughs> yeah. It gets... You just... What happens is the sleep never gets better. You just get used to not sleeping. So <laughs> That's eventually hard. you just... that. That's a yeah. hard realization for me to come to, but I'm <laughs> I'm embracing it every day, a little by little. Yeah, it's the best though. You're gonna you'll have great memories, man. I'm happy for you. Thank you, Sean. Good man. That's that's all I got, guys. Hey, well, like, that- I gave you my man crush, my chicken rank. Those were the things that were stewing in the back of my head. So nice. I just appreciate you guys letting me chat for a couple minutes, and yeah. I'm pretty excited to know that I beat Biscotti Pippen onto the. Under the podcast, yeah, man. <laughs> he, he'll, he's gonna be I on here soon enough. When Fiji hears this, he's jealous. <laughs> uh, I got two more things before I let you go. 
Uh, we're gonna oh, ta- yeah. we're gonna take it back to the fan favorite, highest performing episodes. Well, some of them, anyways. We're talking about the Are You Garbage yeah. series. Want to talk about? Want to talk about the Dodge Caravan? And I want to talk about the pontoon. Yep. Were you excited that the pontoon got the class pass? I showed him a picture of your fucking boat, and everybody immediately thought it was class. Any comments? <laughs> yeah, that made me feel great. I mean, trust me, <laughs> I will see this. Before I moved out to the Midwest, and even while I was here for a while, I was not big on pontoons. I'm like, what is that fucking barge? That's not really a boat. Like, what, what is that? And and the thing about pontoons when you're out here, you'll realize is like, there are nice pontoons, yeah, and there are ones that are just complete dog shit, yeah, where people have like lawn chairs on them and like barbecues <laughs> and the flags everywhere. That's what we were imagining. Across, yeah, there's a guy <laughs> across the channel from us on the lake, a couple houses down. We call him the hillbilly house. You know what I'm talking about, Steve? They've yeah, got the yeah, Confederate flag, yeah. <laughs> the skull cross, the Easy. lawn chairs. Yeah, well, I'm like, you just like, I know. I threw that in there for Ant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You just want to, you wish they would take this thing and, and, and just junk it. Yeah. And, you know, I went out, I bought a brand new pontoon. It's pretty sleek. Yeah, it is You know, nice. we try to keep it up in nice shape. And uh, it really is a nice way when you've got kids yeah. to move around the lake. So I was really glad that you guys, when you saw the photos, yeah. I came to the realization. Now, I will say, and I, I don't know if this affected the game at all, but uh, because Ben, actually, it doesn't matter because Ben was the most garbage. But yeah. <laughs> the that I had... Did not have the wood panel. Yeah, if anything, I, know you, I think you remembered it wrong. Yeah, if yeah, anything, that, that, that would have taken that, that a point off your score. Yeah, that would have taken a point off of mine, but I was fine. I came out of the gate hot on the trash tip, but I started to class yeah. up a bit towards the end. Uh, but yeah, I remember that yes. incorrectly. I think most of those Dodge Caravans, though, had the wood paneling. Didn't they? Or am I just making that up? A lot of them did. Yeah. I know what you're, I can picture it. I Yo, can picture it. And spe- I mean, I was most surprised, honestly, that you guys let Ben off the hook with that Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> That's been a prevailing uh, com- uh, complaint that we've gotten. Trust me. <laughs> I mean, come on. Dude, I, I, <laughs> come on, guys. Just going back to the, the, the caravan and the jets, I'll never forget one of the, the I don't remember which uh, vacation it was, if it was like a Montauk or wherever, but. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, I just I just had to flip some dude off. And over. Yeah, what what kind? Of, you know, over over the phone that sounded like one of those fucking clown coins. Like ah, ooh, ah. I heard that. <laughs> well, it, it's you know what, it's Steve. It is my Subaru. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Okay. Still hurts a little bit. Hi, me and my wife, we make our own water. <laughs> uh, I totally stole that. Who the fuck just said that recently? Oh, the dude that was on flagrant. Oh my god, that was so good. Oh man. Uh, but yeah. So so in that in that uh, van on the way home from vacation, you had that little like four inch black and white like s- satellite radio TV, whatever the fuck. And the Jets game came in. You remember that? And they were like kicking a field goal oh, yeah. for the win. And I just remember fucking not, not even a Jets fan, but in that moment, I was like the biggest Jets fan there was. And we were like <laughs> celebrating in the back of the car, like they just won the Super Bowl. I don't even know. If it was a, uh, an important game, but we literally tuned in to watch them like win it with a field goal, and that's just like yeah. burned into my memory. Can't that's remember what awesome. I had for breakfast, yeah. but I remember the fucking. <laughs> I remember the capacity in the crowd. <laughs> I remember the call. <laughs> that, yeah, that's one experience the next generation will never have to worry about is the four inch like remote TV with a little side dial trying to get like yeah. channel four to come in. Not, I mean, like. 
It's crazy. It was in a fucking like suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> now now everybody's oh, got now everybody's got a twelve hundred dollar like mini laptop in their pocket. Bastards. Yep. Oh, These man. kids today. They'll never understand. Anyways. Hey man, well thanks for being part of our twenty uh, fifth episode. This is uh, oh, that's awesome. yeah. This is this is a milestone for us. Glad you could be a part of it. Get home safe. I legit. I I I told you this. I'll tell Ben and Ann. I listen every week. I get a kick out of it. Yeah, we appreciate um, you guys. It. Are hilarious. Talking snack is probably is definitely in my wheelhouse. I love hearing you guys talk about food. Yeah. I have to be careful because I you know it, it makes me pretty hungry sometimes too. <laughs> yeah, that's you're, right. so, you're so all that hungry. food talk, and all of a sudden I'm like, I gotta pull over and get something to eat. So uh, <laughs> no, I just appreciate you guys having me on, man. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of the pod. We'll talk soon. All right, man. I'll Thanks talk to you for later. Calling in. Thanks, Sean. All right, take care, guys. All right, later. Cheers. I always want to say that. Cheers. I feel like when people say cheers to me at the end, I'm like, as a, what is it? A goodbye? I'm like, that was awesome. <laughs> oh, every time. I, it happened to me this weekend in Connecticut. The guy like presses the button. Like I press the button to call the elevator. He comes up behind me, presses it. And then we get into a conversation of like how you shouldn't press the button after someone else presses the button, like the key and peel skit. Oh, Just yeah, let yeah. me have this. Anyway, <laughs> we get in the thing, banter a little bit. He gets off at the third floor and he goes, cheers. And I didn't even know, I couldn't say anything back because I was like, there's nothing cooler <laughs> yeah. than being, you know, cheers and Salud. rolled out. Salute. Could have threw like a, a fucking good on you or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then he like holds out, what? <laughs> what did you just say? You just gotta gotta like out Aussie him. Aussie, Aussie. Uh, you gotta have Sean back on. Yeah, that was fun, man. I'm glad he called. He's more entertaining. Full than surprises. Twenty five episodes in, you don't know where we're going next. <laughs> uh, yeah, but Zeal CBD. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shout shout out Zeal CBD for real. Shout out shout. Jenny's ice cream. Shout out Andrew. Um, and I want to hit this guy right here. Hey, it's time for that ad- enter. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hey! Let's talk about entertainment. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Scarlett Johansson filed a lawsuit over Black Widow uh, and the day and date release with Disney Plus. Uh, Says she got screwed out of money. Uh, Kevin Feige, no likey. And uh, yeah, she made 20 million bucks. So it's kind of messed up that Disney uh, hung around to dry like that, trying to vilify her for getting paid when they make hundreds and hundreds of millions, if not cross that B threshold, uh, which a lot of their movies do. So I uh, don't know how that was going to plan out, but they did say that they made an extra $60 million through Disney Plus. $30 of that came from my wallet. Yeah. Uh, I paid in... I think uh, $90 from this room alone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we all got it. Um, the Delta, I'm talking about. Who got about, the right? discount? <laughs> oh, yeah? You can get discounts on it? No. Oh, I was going to say. 35 30. 30, not 35, 30, 30, 30. It was 30? I yeah. thought it was 30. Yeah. Oh, no, technically, no, Disney- technically it was 89.97 because it was 29.99, right? No, I thought it was 30, straight 30. Oh, no, I think it was, oh, no, you know, I think it was, it was 29.99 plus tax because I think when I saw it on my, uh, on my debit, it was like 32 or something. Still mix. I know, what the fuck? We got fish. Yeah, uh, I'm on her side. No, yeah, I mean, get, get your money. How can they, you, not you know, be? the mouse, the mouse has enough of it. Yeah. Um, and like we were saying, I was saying before, they have to split the box office with the movie theaters. Yeah. Everything that they got from Premier Access went straight to them. Yeah. So, Which is, yeah. 
Come on. It's just, yeah, it's just, uh... but the whole way that the box office is lined up, like, you know, directors pushing movies or like doing it, like doing a late release so that they could still be, or an early release at the end of the year to be into like the Oscar nominees and stuff. Yeah. So uh, there's always some fishy shit, but no, if you're making a movie, no matter what, even if, you know, your contract is on box, box office sales. You should still be able to be like, yo, Disney, what the fuck? And then I think other people are starting to realize the same shit. I don't know if Emily Blunt was confirmed, but... <coughs> yeah, there was another article. I think, I, I think they were speculating uh, maybe at her, you know, filing suit uh, afterwards. But, you know, speaking of, uh, I also paid uh, the $30 premiere access for Jungle Cruise. Figured I'm a big Dwayne The Rock Johnson fan. Always liked Emily in her movies, and I've never been one to pass up a blunt. Hey, comedy. I liked it. I, I, did you guys see it yet? No, no. I didn't see it. Yeah, I, thought I it was, don't think I'm going to pay 30 for that. It was good, man. I, you know, I, I kind of wish I went on the ride while I was out there. Mm-hmm. Um, cause, but I can kind of see like what was probably nods to the ride. That mm-hmm. they did like in the beginning, and and it was good, it was good, man. And I think, uh, you know, so I was joking around. I was like, I might stop calling him the Rock. He's just fucking Dwayne Johnson now. You know At what this I mean? point, like, yeah. I mean, because uh, uh, you know he's getting a lot better with the acting and the the you know comedic timing and stuff. And uh, yeah, that was a fun movie. Um, nice, nice watch on uh, Friday night. I watched it. Yeah, Friday. Um, so that was cool. So his uh, acting got better when he played a. Jungle Cruise captain? No, he was just... Well, he, that was the role that broke him out? That was Yeah, that was his breakout <laughs> role. But it was just like, you know, because it, it, uh, it was like that the cheesy, like, kind of dad jokes. But you can tell that's probably a lot of the shtick, like, yeah. for the, the skippers on the, on the yeah. ride and stuff. You know, the jokes that they make. But it was, it was just funny. A um, couple other things going on. Did you see that... Uh, I didn't even know this was happening, but Taika Waititi's animated Flash Gordon movie... Uh, that they were developing is now being turned into a live action. Oh, shit. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. That was like his favorite movie Flash. growing up, so I'm sure he'll do a good job with it. He's done a good job with everything else he's done at this point. So, Also want to see that movie Free Guy. I've really been looking forward to that one. Wait, refresh my... That's, that's the one with Ryan Reynolds where he's like in a video game. Yes, yes, He's yes, like a playable yes. character. And he's just trying to break the mold. Yeah, yeah. That looks trying good. Uh, I think that's coming out this month. Is it? Yeah, it's. A, I feel early like they August. announced it in like mid. Dude, a long, COVID. Ti- a yeah, long right? time ago. I was yeah. I saw the trailer for that in a movie theater like before COVID. Yeah. It's like yeah. I don't know what got hung up with that, but but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Looks looks fun. Um, uh, what else? Uh, oh, got Suicide Squad this Friday. Oh, or yeah. actually Thursday, I think. And I heard it's from Rotten Tomatoes uh, article. They said this is the highest rated. Yeah. DC movie. Yeah, I mean, I I believe it because James Gunn is involved. So. And can you stream it or no? Yeah. On what? HBO Max. HBO oh. Max. Yeah. Freezies? Yep. Nice. HBO Max don't charge you shit. Nice. Yeah, man. Speaking of HBO Max, I mentioned it before. I watched the uh, Woodstock 99 on Gilbert's recommendation. Um, he told me to check that out. I, you know, I, I really enjoyed it. You know, you guys should check it out. Uh, definitely worth a watch, especially because it takes you back. You know, we were mentioning, we, we, I, I remember watching it on pay-per-view. And, uh, you know, it seemed chaotic back then. And then you watch the documentary and they really show you how ugly it got, you know, because yeah. obviously they weren't putting all that on, on TV. Now, was um, Woodstock 
every was it annual? It was every it was every five years that they were five doing years? it. Yeah. Um, but prior to ninety nine, they hadn't done it since sixty nine. Yeah. That's what I was yeah, yeah. All right. So wow. Um but uh and then the guy, the co founder says that, you know, he's like, Well, I'll never say never because they were saying he's like, Do you think there'll ever be another Woodstock? And you know, so it's like <laughs> Just the lineup that they had, though, was like anything but peace and love. Yeah. We were talking about the, you know, all the all the bands were very uh, angsty at that time, uh, going up against the pop uh, princesses and boy bands and all that stuff, and uh, it was just a weird time. It was like we were saying, it was like TRL was Papa Roach battling it out with fucking NSYNC, and they were going, you know, or, or off, what a time to be alive, I know, man. right? Ooh, puddle of mud coming in at number three today. Bumped out by Christina Aguilera. <laughs> um, so good times, man. It was definitely definitely worth a, a watch. Just seeing Carson Daly when he was like, he looks so young because he's on like the Today Show now. Yeah. I saw him. I don't know what I was watching, but I saw him like, is that, is that fucking Carson <laughs> Daly? Remember the late night show that he had? Yeah. A super late or whatever. Su- yeah. It was, oh, man, that, that, was awkward. that was awkward. Yeah. Then when they changed up the format and then it was more like uh, it was they, he like would meet them wherever they were at and like do like the interview it wasn't this like formal because when he was doing like the desk thing with like the chairs like every other late show it was it was very awkward but I remember then they changed it up and it was more like in his like MTV VJ days Kurt <laughs> uh, Loader with MTV News um, what else we got. Uh, we, oh, we talking about this some emails stuff. before we get yeah, let's here? Hit, let the, let's hit these emails and then uh, let these folks go. <laughs> they got shit to do. All right. So first one we got was from, uh, well, Sean, we talked about. Yeah. We went to talk about. Um, I was going to say that we should get some Cheddar Bay Biscuits before next week's episode. Maybe we could still get that. From? From uh, Sean's email. Oh, oh, from Red Lobster. Yeah, from yeah. Red Lobster. We'll, we'll, maybe we'll have some before the episode next week. Yeah. Uh, but the next email was from Chris. So the CEO of Kind Regards. Mm, also CEO uh, or CFO of the, the dance floor. Of Cutting a Rug. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he said, while listening to episode 23, there was some conver- conversation around DoorDash and 7-Eleven. I recently ordered two cases of 24 water bottles around 11.45 p.m. because I had ran out. I wasn't in the mood to drive five minutes to 7-Eleven <laughs> at the time, let alone carry it. A woman, roughly 35 to 45, delivered them to... Uh, excuse me, delivered them both to my doorstep for me. I did tip her 20%, but am I trash or am I class? I got a couple questions right away. One, kind regards. what kind of water? I'm going to 24-pack, I'm going to say it's a Poland Spring. I'm thinking Poland Spring. Okay. He's not a Dasani guy, don't worry. Two, what is the ethnicity of the woman that dropped off the water? Uh, easy. Easy. <laughs> Three, 20% of what? My guy. <laughs> Five dollars. Yeah. I'm gonna say you know it's trash. Yeah. I, I think it might be trash. If it was added, I, that's a lot to ask somebody to carry up to your door. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You but I asked the ethnic background though, because if it's if it's a Karen delivering the water, do you feel bad? No. Exactly. But would a Karen put herself in that situation where she's waiting on somebody else? I don't think so. True we story. do true story. We do have to make a new subcategory though. What's that? This is advanced trashology. Advanced trashonomics. He not only did he not get in his car and drive to the store. Did he say what for, time of day for it was? Water. Eleven forty-five p.m. So yeah, she must have arrived at twelve thirty a. Eleven forty-five p.m. 
1238. 48 bro. water bottles. <laughs> what weed are you smoking? <laughs> that is Wait, some killer cotton. Also, did she fucking bring them both at the same time? Because that's a <laughs> it power like it, yeah. lifter move. That's what I'm saying. It he said she was carrying both. Sounds like a major inconvenience for this one. Holy shit. So when she a perfectly, might be a power when a lifter. Perfect, perfectly fucking capable six foot plus man <laughs> is ordering the shit through DoorDash. I mean, that's, yeah, that advanced trashology. Hey, nothing but class on the dance floor, but when it comes to yeah. fucking late night, awkward ass DoorDash orders, Steve, I mean, come on. You can't have it all. Yeah, I think what kills <laughs> you, you is you, you can't said, have it all. <laughs> you said you kill, you, you tipped with 20%. You need to put a fresh ten spot. Right? Yeah, dude. For sometimes, like sometimes I look at what the tips default to That's on DoorDash, and I'm name. like, "Yeah, you got balls. <laughs> yeah, ten dollars. Yeah, I got Carvel. I didn't have a steak. Yeah, <laughs> I will say though, I go minimum five dollars on a seamless tip. Yeah, yeah. I've never tipped less than five bucks. Yeah. Um, but then, like you know, sometimes when I order, uh, you know, like Kumo and stuff like that, I mean, those bills could get up to like sixty, seventy-five dollars, and it's like defaulting to like fifteen. I'm like, oh, take yeah, no, 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 I'm not trying to tip you fucking fifteen dollars. Yeah, no, because you're still doing the same work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's a, if it's a, you know, a waiter, obviously I'm gonna tip. You know, well, but generously. even when you do takeout from a restaurant, I only do like ten percent. Yeah. Yeah, it's like when I do, like, uh, I mean, even Gino's, when I get pizza to go, I, I give him a dollar or something. Like, what did you do besides your job? You didn't even come past the counter to See, give me the pizza. That's the easy, that's, Steve. That's, easy. That's where, I don't know, I'm, I'm very, uh, maybe frugal when it comes to, like, tipping. I'm too generous. Bro, I've gotten, like, I've gotten no, terrible haircuts and tipped. And, yeah, well. But and, uh, I'm saying, like, you put the pizza in the oven and you gave it to me. Why is there a tip involved? Like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's your job. Yeah. That's like if your cashier just put a tip jar up and I, I for a tip like on something like that it would have to be I gave them something complicated to do or you know I asked them to go above and beyond for me to tip them. Yeah, like you don't have an empty glass on your table. Well, I'm saying no, like at the pizza place. Like if oh. I'm going in there buying pizza and walking out, I would have to be like, "Yo, um can you make garlic knots with like pepperonis in them?" Then I'll then I'll tip you. Like if I'm asking you to do something yeah, yeah, outside yeah. of what is right in front of you, okay. Then I'll tip you. That's a good philosophy, and yeah. I believe I do the same. Yeah, but if it's like uh, my guy, I want a cheese slice to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've done, you know, you. my guy. <laughs> I've done that though. I just throw, like you said. I mean, you heard my post office story. I mean, I'm just looking to get rid of dollars because <laughs> yeah. if I don't, I'll they'll wind up at the strip club. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next one, we got uh, Mariano slid into our DMs. Okay. By the way, congratulations to Mariano and his wife. Oh, congrats. Daniela. Was that the wedding that Chris was dancing at? No. No. Oh, okay. But Chris was dancing at that wedding. <laughs> okay. Chris was cutting Chris, the rug. Chris be dancing. <laughs> uh, Mariano said, so obviously a huge fan of the podcast and everything y'all do. I listen to it in the morning during my workouts, and you guys are great. And thank you. Uh, but I had a question for you guys. Recently on a long flight, I had uh, the opportunity to watch the movie Tenet, one of the Christopher Nolan joints. Yeah. Uh, which was awesome, by the way. In the movie, the grandfather paradox came up. And in case y'all need a refresher course, because I definitely did. Uh, quote, a time travel paradox in which inconsistencies emerge through changing the past. The name com comes from the paradox's description. A person travels to the past and kills their own grandfather before the conception of their father or mother, which prevents the time traveler's existence. I really wanted to know you guys thoughts views or even debunks about this theories and paradox i thought it would be fun to get your perspectives i'll be listening ariana 
Nice. So, so first, first, I do want to say to Mariano, bust it out, kid. You're almost there. I'm all thumbs. I'm not even helping you, kid. Put it up. <laughs> you got it, baby. One more. One more. <laughs> uh, and that being said, uh, we don't have enough time to discuss this on the reel. So maybe we might have to save it for next time. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I think that that paradox alone proves the point that there is no time travel. Because at some point, this would have needed to happen. Yeah. Because if it happened in the future, yeah. we would have been affected by it. See, I don't believe in that. The grandfather paradox. Well, another movie I watch. I don't like, know if I, I have beliefs about this. Yeah, shit. yeah. I just, my, my brain turns to mush when, I, when anything gets past, like, basic back to the future time yeah. travel well that's uh, why <laughs> that's why it's a paradox yeah it is and tenant for me was a little too christopher nolan uh that i mentioned you know i love christopher nolan i love his movies and i, I did enjoy tenant but there's like i really just you know did not know what the fuck was going on till like maybe like a 30 minute marker when the, mm-hmm. the girl is like just like spoon feeding it to uh what's his name denzel's kid the main guy yeah uh, you know, I don't know. Sometimes he gets a little too crazy for his own good, I think. Good movie, but yeah, when you get into the time travel stuff and, and he had other things going on in there and, you know, it just, it, it just requires so much from the viewer and, and then like, it's kind of like when you're saying like, I don't, you know, first pass, I don't watch it with the subtitles because I feel like I'm reading, I'm not paying attention. Yeah. Um, you're like trying so hard to like, what's the, wh- where is this going? You know, you're trying to connect all the dots. So like you just spend the movie being confused. And then it ends, and you're like, wait, so he would, wait, what? You know, and it's just like, I don't know. So sometimes I feel like it gets a little too crazy for its own good. Well, Anthony, why don't you believe in the grandfather paradox? And my beliefs are stemmed off of Marvel and, like, science fiction and actual science. So, like, you know, and I don't know shit. So take everything I'm about to say with a grain of sand. <laughs> The reason why I don't believe it is because I was always under the impression that time moves one way. Yeah. No matter what. That's, a one, that's one of the constants in space. Time always moves forward. Mm. So I don't think that it's possible physically, without the research, I don't know, um, to go back to a time where you existed. But, you know, you know what I mean? Like, um, it's hard to, like, put into words, but, like, to go back to a time where you didn't exist, but you're about to exist, I feel like is, is unfathomable. Mm-hmm. But I feel that you may not be going back in time, but to a different universe or a different instance of that universe. So like the multiverse. I do believe that that's something that's real. Did you see, uh, it's a new movie, uh, uh, like an Amazon exclusive, The Tomorrow War? Yeah, with you watched Chris it? Pratt. I started watching it, and then I was wrapped up with oh, okay. homework. Uh, yeah, I watched it, and that you know gets into the same idea. It's basically, uh, I think it takes place like twenty twenty five or something like that, and then in the year twenty fifty or something, uh, there's this like alien type invasion, and it gets so bad, and they need more people to fight the war that they send people back in time in, in time to to draft, and then when those people let the 2025 people know like what's going on, then it becomes like a big thing. And then like a year later at that point, there's these like mass drafts or whatever, and you get sent to the future. And, uh, and then it's like his younger daughter is like the head 
engineer scientist type leading this mm-hmm. whole thing and like you know the movie was like eh i i appreciated like the originality of it um oh, but, so like what like she was basically his commanding officer yeah and, yeah and she wasn't born yet when he went to no she was a, she was a little girl. she was a little girl she was like six years old but like he was a scientist of some sort or an engineer and he was always like you know the daughter at a young age was always super into it so she's like the lead, uh, you know, leading the charge in the future or whatever. And uh, basically they, you know, because they're like, you know, they were just here one day. Because it's like they can't win. They're like completely outnumbered and everything. And it's like, uh, you know, the end of the road for the future. And um, but they were able to develop this like this, I don't know, this like compound that kills them or whatever. And and uh, they, they realize he gets sent back to his time because his like tour is over. And there's, like, no way. It's, like, basically the war is lost in the future. So he goes back to his time with that, like, vial with the hopes to, like, mass produce that to then go back and kill them all. Um, but then the thing that makes the time travel happen gets destroyed in the future. So there's no gateway open anymore. So then they're, like, he remembers somebody saying, like, they just appeared one day because he was trying to find maybe where they, like, had the ship had crashed or something like that, and uh, takes him to, like, Russia, and they realize that a ship crashed, like, a long, long time ago, and because they found, like, with carbon dating, like, the, the dirt or whatever that was underneath the claws of the creature, they dated, like, in, like, AD or whatever, so it, it wound up being, like, that they were here the whole time, and when, like, the polar ice cap melted, they, like, fucking climbed their way out. So then they find that and fucking, like, kill them all. They have one epic battle with like the mother, yeah, you know. But then they they kill that, and then so then the future war never even happens because they nipped it in the bud, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know. So, well, like you know, when you get in in you know with the the, the time Wait, traveling, was that the grandfather paradox right in that movie? <laughs> kind of, but yeah, pretty much because he killed the yeah he killed the uh, mother the, the mother, but there was there there was other ones. They were in this ship. Uh, they they I think they kind of arrived that that the ship crash landed there. But these creatures are like world killers. Like they just they eat everything. Mm. Excuse me. They devour everything on like the planet. Like us at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yes. Yes. <laughs> with all the chicken sandwiches. And uh and yeah, so yeah, I guess that did tie in uh inadvertently. But yeah. that's what we do here on because unofficial if, intelligence. If he, <laughs> if he found and killed them, they can't how did they ever come back in time to tell him that then that's where you get that's, fucking wacky. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? And that's a good place and, for this episode to end, I think. But that is why my theory still holds. Yeah. Because of that whole yeah. conundrum. Yeah. It's a the weird one for never sure. Happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just the end of the it just turns off. Yeah. I actually no I actually dreamt the whole thing and when you guys leave I got a script to write. <laughs> um no, but anyways, uh yeah, I think that's gonna do it for episode twenty five. Uh thank you as always for listening this far. Thank you so much for supporting us, uh, you know, since late February. Uh, you know, we're at the halfway mark. And, uh, you know, we're excited to keep uh, doing this, keep on bringing the laughs, keep on bringing the snacks. Um, the impromptu Gollins. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome episode today. And I uh, hope you guys enjoy it. And, uh, you know, if you're not following us on all the platforms, please do so. We're on YouTube. You know the URL is garbage. Just it's in the links in all our bios, the links everything we uh, talk about is always in the notes of the episode uh, so that's there for you uh, Instagram is at unofficial underscore 
Pod. Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, on the TikToks. Again, th- all the links are in the notes. We appreciate you making it this far. Rate and review the yeah, podcast. Yeah, rate, rate and review. Uh, subscribe. I don't really bug you about it too much anymore, but please do it. Yeah. And, and do the, the same YouTube's. on YouTube, too. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, yep, you yep. were just saying that. YouTube? Yeah, but I mean, we can't, we can't say it enough. Subscribe, can't. rate, review. Just do it. Subscribe, right. rate, <laughs> review. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and keep on sending the ice cream. Shout out Zeal CBD. We love you guys. I'm going to be ordering uh, my own little stash because uh, those gummies are delicious. Kind of went overboard on the tincture, but I'm feeling good. And uh, hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Cheers.